Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another edition of Jake's Takes. This is episode 15, part 2. We had a fantastic episode in part 1, so if you didn't if you didn't know about that one, go back and check out NBA for Dummies with Brennan Smith. That was a lot of fun. It was a really good one, really interesting. But today, we got another interesting podcast. We're going to take a little detour from sports today, and we're going to talk about some Marvel comics. It's another really big passion of mine, and I was really excited to bring in my other cousin, Marty Masucci, in order to talk about this. We've been going to Marvel movies for a long time, and we just love the franchise. Unbelievable franchise. They've been doing a lot of good stuff, and they've been on a little bit of a downslope lately. So we wanted to talk about it a little bit, talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, talk about Kang, talk about the future. It was just a really good podcast, really interesting. So without further ado, I am going to cue the music. All right. Welcome back into the podcast. I am Jake Masucci, of course. We're going right through episode 15. We're in the middle of it. And I got my guy, Marty Masucci, with me. I'm so happy to have him here, my cousin, my guy. And we were talking. We wanted to do a podcast together. And Marty was like, eh, football's over. I don't really want to go through football. And I was like, you know what? I got an idea. Let's do a little detour. We're going to go into some Marvel comics today. So if you're excited or not, you're going to enjoy this. Trust me. Marty Masucci, he knows what he's doing on Marvel. Isn't that right, Marty? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All all day. All day for sure. And I was so excited to do this. We were planning on doing it right after the Ant-Man and the Wasp that we saw. But um, things fell through a little bit on me, but that's okay. That's okay. And then it was on me because I I have a crazy schedule too. Exactly. We got crazy schedules. We're busy college kids. It happens, right? It happens. But today we're going to talk about all things Marvel. We're going to get into some Ant-Man and the Wasp and all that's to come. But first, Marty, why don't you introduce yourself to the audience? So I am at Lawrence Tech at the moment studying robotics engineering. Genius right here. He's taking 24 (laughs) credits, is that right? 24 credits, working 20 hours a week, and still I'm crazy somehow find some free time in there somewhere. Unbelievable. Do stuff like this, game nights, different things. Yeah. Yeah. No, he is an absolute Marvel expert. Like, we will talk Marvel for so long, it's unbelievable. Like, it's flat out unbelievable. Trust me, I wanted to get Marvel on this podcast, and I knew that Marty Masucci would be my first call, and Marty Hannon would be my second call. But you've already seen Marty Hannon on baseball, so... Marty Hannon, I'm shouting you out. We're, we're doing a podcast in the future. Yes, we will do a podcast, because Marvel's only going to get better, man. May or may not include Jake, TBD. Oh, man, man, I'm already getting taken out. That's so, that's funny. That's funny right there. All right, why don't we get started? Let's, let's start with Ant-Man and the Wasp, because that's what we were really excited to get into to, to start. First of all, it's been a while for the audience. I think it was out a month ago. It was a month ago, Something sound like right? That, yeah. yeah, it sounds right. So um, let's remind the audience a little bit of what happened in the show. Why don't you go ahead and start? So pretty much... Everyone split back. Uh, 
war is over, quote unquote. There's Scott is having fun. He's signing autographs. Wrote a book. Reading his book in public with no one else watching. And that was funny. They, they all get sucked into the quantum mania. Mm-hmm. Now, this all turns into details aren't really given. There's not really much uh, happening, but then all of a sudden, oh shoot, there's Kang. Now, Kang to us, we obviously know him as the bad guy, and all this stuff happens. Scott is forced to um, get his uh, time sphere energy ball to actually uh, to have him to have Kang finally use it. Now, this is obtained. Things happen. Then there rolls up on the final uh, fight scene. And this is where the ants swarm in, stuff happens. And overall ends with uh, Scott being stuck in the uh, quantum realm. But oh wait, he wasn't. Which we'll get into a little bit later. But um, we weren't too big of fans of that ending. But I think overall as a movie, when we walked out of the theater, we were like, okay, this is a solid movie, you know. Like, they had a good story arc. It was kind of funny, you know. It had a lot of good Marvel things. But we've we've both agreed on some of the past Marvel movies. It just hasn't been the same Marvel. It just hasn't felt right, you know. Like, that movie, it was... I think it was good for your average Marvel movie, but that movie was supposed to be something big with Kang the Conqueror coming in. And I'm just not sure, you know, like it probably could have been bigger. It probably could have been better. And we just watched a video film theory, right? Yes. And they were talking about how like, it seems like two different plot lines were put together in that movie. Uh, talk, talk about your opinion of the movie. Like, what what did you see that probably could have been better in that movie? So I'll, I'll start off with the high. I was loving the uh, loving the intro. I was loving the speed of the movie because in the past they've they've had a lot of issues with timing and all of that. And I also love how um, they're introducing new characters like Modok. But that's where then it gets into the bad. How they introduced Modok, design. Do not like that. That was a uh, iffy at best. I think they definitely could have schemed it better. A uh, different design, same person. They, they it definitely could have turned out better in the ending of Modok. Oh yes, I'm an adventure now, and then he dies. At... Yeah, a little bit of a rough sequence for Modok in that movie. Yeah, but then after that, um, some of the other stuff I saw, like. Uh, Jake was talking about different missing plot lines, like, um, uh, why am I blanking here? Like, in the uh, end fight, where Ant-Man is just absolutely outraged, that just didn't fit his entire demeanor. Like, it really didn't, he's never been an extreme emotion person, even a little bit when it comes to Cassie. Yeah, he gets mad, but not not that mad. Exactly. It felt like he was like um back backstabbed in that moment. Yes. And the thing yes. is too is like in the in the movie like Kang still like you know him as a conqueror. He was he was introduced as a conqueror. So like why do you go in expecting Kang to be 100% straight with you and like say, "Oh, I got this deal for you. I'm 100% going to be um right for you you know like i'm gonna do the right thing no he's not gonna do the right thing he's a conqueror right you know so i think 
I think what you're saying there, like, it's just not Scott's character, you know? And yes, I like what you're saying. Like, it is Cassie and stuff. But um, it seemed like it seemed like Scott and Kang had like a different deal, and it was like like a real deal. And Scott mm-hmm. didn't really know like Kang was a conqueror, but in the actual movie, he like he knew he was a conqueror. You know, it's kind of hard to explain. But what I would say is, I feel like in the movie they wanted to put Kang as more of a surprise than they actually mm-hmm. did. And that's that's what goes into kind of the kind of the trying to put it in the right way, but like the organization of the phase four, phase five series compared to the organization of when the infinity saga was going. Yeah, phase three, yeah, that they executed phase three almost perfectly, but then rolling into phase four, post blip, everything's happening, there's more of a fight while uh, in, uh, to add on to something uh, you were saying earlier, um, this is also kind of a split in uh, the movie because like, it's being pulled two different ways where, yes, they're trying to pull it where younger generation with Cassie, older generation with Scott, but then they really didn't pick a side. It was kind of, oh, hey, I think everyone's right. And this is a problem Marvel's been having is almost making up their mind. They're trying to make too many people happy. And then no one's going to be happy. So, if it's more, yes, we're picking this. It's we want to start pushing towards a newer generation. We want to start introducing new characters, and they have, but not always in the best ways. Yeah, no, I agree with you a hundred percent. Like, I feel like what we're saying here is Marvel definitely had it planned out a lot better in Phase Two, Phase Three, more because it was spread out and more just because it was like movie based. Kind of, it's kind of been a change. I don't feel like it was exactly COVID that did this change, but ever since like the TikTok era and the Instagram mm-hmm. Reels era, people have been wanting content, 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 content all the time. Like even on Jake's takes, that's yeah, that's what people want. You know, <laughs> like th- the reason why. I can build an audience is because I'm doing content as much as I can, you know? And that's kind of what's just becoming life now. And in the Marvel universe, they were like, Oh shoot, we better up our content. And you showed me a graph before the show. Like the content from this year compared to 2019 is just unbelievable. Go ahead and talk about that. It was was like, I believe 2022, there was five times as much content as there was in any other given year alone. So it's like, yeah, you you increase content, but quality went way down. So it's like, do we really want this? It's it's more of a they probably should, which they are. They're slowing down. They're going to be releasing less content, but more quality content. So it's yes, we're not going to get as much, but when we do, it's going to be oh my god, this is the best. Yeah, no, getting into that a little bit. Some of the next movies we got: Guardians of the Galaxy three, May fifth, twenty twenty three. The Marvels coming out November 10th, 2023. I'm kind of excited for that. I originally started, like, I liked the Captain Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. And then I wasn't, like, the biggest fan of this actress, like, and mm-hmm. what she was saying and stuff. But I thought she played the character in that first movie really well. And yes. I think I might be... Yes. I might be in the minority there because a lot of people just don't like the actress, but mm-hmm. I tend to look past the actress and look at the character as a whole, and I kind of like the character of Brie Larson. Do you agree with me there? Or? 
So I, I'm not really familiar with a lot of Brie Larson's stuff, but I, I love the way she played the character. Yeah. I love that, but then Marvel did like flipped the switch and they changed the character. Now I I have nothing against like all like anything in general, but like if you're gonna change a character, make a new character instead of changing an old one. So don't don't like, oh hey, now this person's gay. Make a gay character. Then that's completely fine. That we're gonna love it. We're gonna eat it all up. But it's like, don't just start changing characters. Change characters. Keep content, and then add in new characters as you see fit. Exactly. It was kind of just like blindsiding. You know, like you can't just change a character like that. To me, mm-hmm. like it's just it's it doesn't help the character like mature and get better. Right. You know, and it it just it kind of seemed like a last minute move, like mm-hmm. to to help out which i get like i'm per- perfectly fine with like having gay characters in yeah, movies that's it, it, 100% it's, amazing, yeah. it's great it's great but like i feel like it should be right off the bat like you were saying mm-hmm. yeah all right getting into some of the other movies captain america new world order dude that might be a good movie dude. that should be interesting that that's either going to be really good or it, it's a possible flop but depending on how they how they pull it off cuz as we saw in like uh, falcon and the winter soldier it was a little iffy. I, I would say that's one of their worst TV shows. I would agree with that. Because, yeah, they, they kind of... I, I just didn't like the acting in it. I, yeah, no, and I felt like the storyline was kind of just forced. Yes. You know, yes. like, I didn't love... Like, the Zemo stuff was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I liked that because it brought back the character. But, like, I just didn't think the villain was worked on well enough. No, not at all. And I really like the villains that are really put together strongly and have a great character base. Like, I love Thanos. Yes. They did an unbelievable job with Thanos. And I think they're doing a great job with Kang right Mm -hmm. now, too, because you're really seeing his side of the story, especially with Loki, which we'll kind of get into later. But, um, yeah, no, I just didn't think they did a great job with the villain. And... I'm not sure like where Bucky and uh, the Falcon storyline is going, you know. Right, which and then if they they can definitely boost it up, and it it could be an amazing, amazing film. Mm-hmm. But that that's if it's with the right execution, with the right storyline. So it that's uh that's something we'll find out later. Yeah, no, it's up in the air. We'll yeah. see for sure. Um, some of the other movies. Thunderbolts, which I don't know too much about, so I don't. Do yeah, you know, I don't yeah, actually know yeah. anything Thunderbolts about Thunderbolts and Blade, I think, will be really interesting new movies mm-hmm. that like will kind of, will kind of grow to love the characters because yes. Marvel does a great job at introducing characters. Yes. in my opinion, absolutely. Yeah, no, like they do a great job with that, and especially these movies too. Like Blade, Blade seems really cool. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm excited for those movies, and then some of the other ones we got Deadpool three. Which will be awesome. Yes, I, I, I yeah. cannot wait for that one. No, no, go ahead, talk about it a little bit. So it's, yeah. it's going to be so funny. Yeah, I'm d- excited d- for that. Deadpool one. went to like absolutely insane movies, and I'm just hoping that they, oh well, they have announced that they are making it rated R. Oh, that's Meaning awesome. They that's are going awesome. full force. Everything's happening. It stuff is flying everywhere. Now th- this is actually something uh, I'm going to uh, go back to. Uh, to like um, Doctor Strange. Okay. Now, Doctor Strange, I think that was a halfway there kind of scenario. Okay. If, okay. I think Deadpool is going to, if Deadpool's up here, I think Doctor Strange uh, Multiverse of Madness was down here for 
them going full force because they were trying to still make it PG-13. They were still trying to like keep it family-friendly, and they didn't go for the full horror. If they went for the full horror, full send, everything is there, I definitely think that could have been one of, if not the best movie that they have produced. I 1,000% agree with that because um, when it originally came out and we both heard that it was mm-hmm. going to be rated R and horror I don't yeah. like horror films. I mean, I'm going to go on the record <laughs> saying that I don't love horror films. But when I heard that movie was going to mm-hmm. be horror, I was like, oh, my gosh, they're about to make some <laughs> sick character. I was hoping Nightmare would be the, right, would right, be the exactly, guy. Exactly. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be so cool. But they didn't go for that. And I didn't hate Multiverse of Madness. No, like, I, I, I liked didn't the hate story it arc. Yeah. I liked the story arc. But, again, it was like you were saying. Mm-hmm. It was they should have just gone – Full force dark, and then yes. it would have been awesome. 100%. It, they left so many, so much on the table that could have been, could have been uh, like introduced, could have been like just taken to the next level, and then like people would be craving more. Yeah, no, one thousand percent. Like, and I was just so disappointed with it, oh, you know, because it, we had such high yeah. expectations for. I remember walking to that theater, everyone we was were, hyping, everybody it up. was hyped. everyone. We were so excited. We walked in, sat down, mm-hmm. and. Movie started out strong. I liked it, but like they released a lot in the commercials. I remember, right, yeah. Like the first couple of scenes were from the commercials, and I was just like, "Oh, it's just so disappointing." You know, it was it was killer. All right, but the future is going to be brighter. That's yes. what we got to get into. Deadpool, couple, gonna yeah, be amazing. Deadpool, gonna be amazing. All right, so Fantastic Four is also coming out. That's twenty twenty five. I got February fourteenth, twenty twenty five. I'm not too knowing on the FF, uh, the Fox characters, mm-hmm. like the Fantastic Four and the X-Men and all of that. So why don't you tell the audience like just a little bit about them and like what we should expect from that movie, at least. So I- I'm going to start with the previous movies. There- there's, okay. like I believe, two or three different ones that are more recent, like more well-produced, not like the cheesy 80s movies or something like that. But those had... Decent execution, but like with legal rights with Fox, like just kind of like it was Spider-Man with Sony, like different things have happened, different movies have been good or bad, and then like because actors kind of can't always be there or don't always want to be there, it sometimes just doesn't work out. That makes sense. Now, this new one, I I love the character who's already been playing Reed Richards in uh, WandaVision, or not WandaVision, it was... uh, that well, was, it was multiverse madness. Multiverse yeah. of madness. Yep. Now, I I believe that this one could be very very good. Will he come back as that? Uh, what what's his name? Reed Richards. Reed Richards. Yeah, I, I believe he will. Okay. And okay. he was he was actually the original actor for one of the one of the Reed Richards before. Oh yeah, no, yeah. that's really cool. That's really cool. And then Professor X, will he be will he be a part of that or I don't believe so. So they they've kind of merged with Multiverse of Madness, um the X-Men franchise and the Marvel franchise everything together. Now that that happens all with Multiverse of uh, the Multiverse in general, but I'm not sure if he'll be in Fantastic Fantastic 4. It's possible. Yeah, no, that would be exciting for sure. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's really going to be interesting to go into those FX characters a right. lot because that that series was very successful. Like oh, the X Men yeah. had a lot of success, and the Fantastic Four had a lot of success, and mm-hmm. it'd be a really good marketplace to get more people to 
get back right. into Marvel because the fa- the fandom is kind of falling off because these movies haven't been as good. The Disney Plus hasn't been as good. Mm-hmm. You know, it just hasn't been the same. But I think I think with the addition of that, it might be might be something special. You right. Know? And and then actually going back into X Men and taking a step back to Deadpool. Now I don't know if anyone else has heard, but Wolverine will be in Deadpool. Oh man, and that's going to be that, exciting. That's going to be a lot of fun. That's going to be gonna a be lot awesome. of fun. That's going to be awesome. All right, let's get to the last couple movies that we'll be talking about. So in 2025, this is I think they're both in May. It might be May 2025 and then 2026. Yeah, the May two May second and May first, 2025 and 2025. Okay, 26. Okay, yeah. so we have Adventures: The King Dynasty, mm-hmm. which will definitely be. Probably, you think it'll be the army of Kangs coming in? I believe that one's going to be. Yeah, it'll focus on all the Kangs. It should focus on how what their dynamic is in the multiverse, what they're doing, different things. And I believe we we might get a little Loki in that one too because we we kind of saw in the end credit scenes of uh, Quantumania. Oh, hey, Loki's still around. He's still working in the background, so he might be a main main part of uh, that movie. Yeah, no, that'll be really exciting. Um. That, that Loki show is so good, man. Oh my it's god, flat yes. out so good. And I season, can't wait for season, season two is coming out. When did they pushed back the date? Correct. Did they? I think they pushed it back. I think it's early fall, late summer type type deal. Okay. I'm not positive on that the, the timeline, but um, I'm I'm really excited, mm-hmm. dude. That's gonna be flat out unbelievable. Um, do you think anything like? multiversal will change like from that show like do you think he'll still be kind of with that same Kang or he might go to like an alternate universe with a different Kang so are you talking about uh, Loki 2 I'm talking about Loki season 2 so my assumption is going to be that he who remains the the original Kang that we were introduced to he's dead he's gone Yep. I don't think he's ever coming back okay now it doesn't mean we won't be introduced to a similar Kang that is to him that they're going to try to force to the top and I, I think Loki is going to be kind of out there, and it's going to be like, oh, hey, there's a new Kang every episode, or like, there's like a main Kang that they're trying to work up to. But overall, there, it's, it might just be like they're working in the background, trying to get pieces to move. And then I, I kind of think that, so Kang Dynasty, and then afterwards is Secret Wars. Yes, Secret Wars, yeah. I th- think those are going to work really in ties, in ties kind of like Infinity War and Endgame worked. Okay, I have one more question, like about kind of the future. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, I was wondering, how are they going to put Doctor Doom in all this? Do you think he will Ooh, be on all so... this? Because he's one of my favorite comic book, characters, right? And I, like, I, I love Doctor, and I Doom, want yeah. him to be put in this. What do you think? And he, yeah, he's he's been put into a few fast, Fantastic Four movies, but I'm not sure if they'll do that again because every time they make Fantastic Four movie, obviously, hey, there has to be a Doctor Doom, but like. That's the same thing they did with the Spider-Man movies. Yeah. And then they just kind of stepped away. Oh, hey, we already know who Spider-Man is. We don't need to reintroduce him. So he might actually, he might show up in uh, Fantastic Four, but there's no guarantees there's going to be like a backstory. This could be like a, just a, we're going to fully jump into this. This is, you guys know who the Fantastic Four are. We're just going to roll with it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm really hoping they they add him maybe like, Maybe in that Secret Wars, maybe yeah, maybe yeah. he's someone like the Avengers go to, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Hey, we're stuck," and Doom right because Tony universe. Stark is not in in at least the uh, 
616 universe anymore. Exactly. So. exactly. so it'll be really interesting to see what they do with it. I'm really excited. Um, do you want to talk about anything else, or do you think we've so kind of covered I, everything? We covered a lot of we, future. We did cover a lot of future. Now, I, I want to talk about Secret Wars just a little bit. Okay, okay. Let me hear it. So... I'm going to take a step back first, and I'm going to talk... Or Well, I'm, I'm, I'll start with Secret Wars. Okay, okay. I think Secret Wars might be the final, not stage of Marvel, but there could be a reset. Like, a reset button to I could everything. See it. I could see it, yeah. So, um, there's been a lot of uh, Thor content in the comics, at least, where Thor's re- referred to as the Endfather. Okay. Now, okay. every time the Endfather is referred to as... Then all of a sudden, oh hey, not too long later, it's reset. Where whole universe is reset, then they keep going. Doesn't mean they can't bring back other characters. Doesn't mean like old characters are dead, new characters alive. It, it's like it's a whole new dynamic. So they could just change everything. Meaning, if if Secret Wars goes the right way there might be a factory reset to the entire Marvel Universe, and that's like the cutoff, which that might be really interesting because they can start introducing new characters, reintroducing old characters with new actors. They can start doing this, that. like That would be really interesting. Yeah. I mean, like, talking about a full reset, like, first we have to acknowledge just how successful a franchise has to yes. be to completely do a reset. And the thing is, is... We're talking about Marvel, like they're lacking a little bit. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is a lot of people are still watching. Like yes. a lot of people, it's still near the near the top in movies per year. Like people going to the new movies, it's flat out incredible how successful yes. Marvel has been. That's a shout out to Kevin Feige because it's mm-hmm. been unbelievable. But I mean, that'd be awesome. That'd be Absolutely. flat out awesome. Just Absolutely. new storylines, like bring Iron Man back, bring mm-hmm. Captain America back, bring the audience back. To be yes. honest, you know, and like it would just be awesome. It'd be awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. No. That I like that theory. Mm-hmm. I like that theory a lot, and I think it definitely could happen. That'd be some exciting. Because yeah, Secret Wars is all about oh hey, this is everyone throughout the entire multiverse. But then, if you have the entire multiverse, what what comes after this? Exactly. Exactly. That's some interesting stuff, man. Mm-hmm. You're you you left me speechless <laughs> right there. That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. Wow. All right. Well, I think that's a good good stopping point right yeah. there. I mean, Mar- Marty brings in a bomb <laughs> on me, and I'm shocked right there. But that's awesome. Um, that's kind of our little Marvel talk um, on Jake's takes. We kind of did a little detour, but mm-hmm. it was a lot of fun. We had a little 25-minute conversation. It was some mm-hmm. pretty good stuff. When Marvel comes out, when some Marvel stuff comes out, I might bring Marty back, and we'll talk about some Marvel. And if you guys are into it, we'll bring him back more often, do some more detour, do detours. Sorry, I can't speak. But <laughs> it's all good. It'll be... It'll be a lot of fun. So, Marty, I'm really appreciative of you, of you coming on. So, I'm thank glad you to be so here. much. Yeah. yeah, no, this was this was a great episode. So, I really appreciate it. That's going to wrap up Jake's takes for today. This is episode 15. Thank you to Marty Masucci, and that's going to wrap it up. I will see you guys next time. Peace. Shout out to DHG. You know who you are. <laughs>